Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast show, A Thousand Wise, and I'm your host, Shintang. It is now the midsummer in most part of China, and the heat wave is sweeping across both the south and north parts of the country. Although you know the sense of heat one feels could differ from place to place. I mean, in the north it is quite dry and hot, like in Beijing, while in the south it is so humid and sultry. But the love toward one kind of plant in summer is shared by all the Chinese people throughout the country. Namely, it is the lotus or water lily. In Chinese, we call it hehua or lianhua. So no matter where you go during the hot summer days, you can always spot a piece of cooling land with one or several lotus ponds dotted around. The beautiful and graceful lotus flowers are in full blossom, and the fresh green leaves, shaped like big fans, are waving in the winds. You know, just looking at them could bring you a sense of coolness. In North China's Beijing, the capital city, you can appreciate the great scenes of lotus ponds in many famous parks, like the Summer Palace or Beihai Park. While in South China's Hangzhou city, which is my hometown and which is very famous for its West Lake, there is also a very popular tourist attraction called Lotus in the Breeze at Crooked Courtyard. Well, in Chinese, it is Qiyuan Fenghe. Yeah, Lotus in the Breeze at Crooked Courtyard. Well, actually, it is no exaggeration to say that in almost each Chinese city, you could find such a place to enjoy the bright, fragrant flowers that grow only in shallow waters and have many petals overlapping in a symmetrical pattern. And on sight of this, you will surely feel relaxed and joyous in such a hot season. What's more, lotus has been widely used in arts and crafts in China. And it is also so easy for you to ask a Chinese boy or girl to recite a poem singing of the lotus, like the following popular lines: "The green lotus leaves stretch to the horizon, and the lotus flowers look incredibly red in the sunshine." Yeah, this is a very famous and popular poem written by a poet from the Southern Song Dynasty. So you can see how we Chinese people simply love the lotus. Nilambo nucifera, also known as Indian lotus, sacred lotus, Egyptian bean, or simply lotus, is one of two extant species of aquatic plant in the family Nilambonaceae. It is often colloquially called a water lily. Under favorable circumstances, the seeds of this aquatic perennial may remain viable for many years, with the oldest recorded lotus germination being from that of seeds 1,300 years old, recovered from a dry lake bed in northeastern China. It has a very wide native distribution, ranging from central and northern India through northern Indochina and East Asia, with isolated locations at the Caspian Sea. Today, the species also occurs in the southern India, Sri Lanka, virtually all of Southeast Asia, New Guinea, and northern and eastern Australia. But this is probably the result of human translocations. It has a very long history of being cultivated for its edible seeds, and is commonly cultivated in water gardens.
So you see, the lotus or the water lily is not only favored by the Chinese people, but also people in many other countries and regions. Undoubtedly, its graceful appearance attributes to people's love and favor toward it. What's more, I think it is blooming in the hot summer when many other kind of flowers have disappeared to avoid the scorching heat, while its light pink color of flowers and huge green leaves could always help people drive away the sense of heat. But for the Chinese people, we love the lotus for something more, because it has been closely related and intertwined with our culture since the ancient times. The lotus in China is known as the gentleman's flower because it grows out from the mud, but is still pure and unstained. And there's even an idiom in China that's familiar with everyone that says, "coming out of mud unsoiled and unsullied," which is always used to describe a person who is clean and honest and is well admired and respected. Another reason for the public to love the lotus, I think, is probably concerned with its pronunciation. In Chinese, the lotus has two different names, respectively pronounced as lian and he. Lian in Chinese sounds similar to characters meaning to bind, connect, as in marriage, or the modesty, and he sounds similar to the character meaning harmony. Then you can easily understand why we love the lotus so much. And in the Northern Song Dynasty, which is more than 1,000 years ago, a renowned New Confucianist named Zhou Dunyi wrote a prose featuring with the plant of lotus. By describing the image and quality of lotus, this article eulogizes the faithful character of lotus, and thus shows the author's noble personality of self-love and free-flowing mind. This prose aroused great resonance among the literati at that time, and was consequently widely spread across the society. Gradually, the value promoted in this prose has been widely recognized and accepted by the common public. Let's take a moment to enjoy this famous article written by Zhou Dunyi. The language of flowers. Lovers of flowering plants and shrubs, we have had by scores. But Tao Yuanming alone devoted himself to the chrysanthemum. Since the opening days of the Tang Dynasty, it has been fashionable to admire the peony. But my favorite is the water lily. How stainless it rises from its slimy bed! How modestly it reposes on the clear pool, an emblem of purity and truth. Symmetrically perfect, its subtle perfume is wafted far and wide. While there, it rests in spotless state, something to be regarded reverently from a distance, and not to be profaned by familiar approach. In my opinion, the chrysanthemum is the flower of retirement and culture; the peony, the flower of rank and wealth; the water lily, the lady virtue sans pareil. Alas, few have loved the chrysanthemum since Tao Yuanming, and none now love the water lily like myself. Whereas the peony is a general favorite with all mankind.
Well, that was a very famous prose written by a man of letter from the Northern Song Dynasty, whose name is Zhou Dunyi. He talks about why he loves the lotus. And of course, besides the cultural connotations contained by the plant, lotus also enjoys its popularity due to various functions of its various parts. Not to mention, the flower could be used for ornamentation. The lotus leaves, however, have the medicinal function, while the lotus seeds could be both edible and medicinal. What's more, don't forget the lotus root hidden deep in the mud. Yeah, it is a delicious food loved by many Chinese people, and a major raw material for veggie cooking. So more and more vegetarians begin to love the lotus root now throughout the world. In my hometown, Hangzhou City, there's also a famous local snack called lotus roots powder, which is made from the mashed lotus roots and could be served like a dessert with different flavors added. Okay, I think that's all I want to talk about the lotus. But of course, our Chinese people's love toward the lotus is much beyond the words. Hopefully, I think you can also enjoy the fragrance and the beauty of the lotus. Okay, so that's all for this episode of A Thousand Wise. I'll see you next time.